morning, Caroline. Morning, Justine. How are you? Good, good, good. So we're back today talking Brexit. We're still living in a really topsy-turvy world and so much has happened over the last few weeks since you and I talked about Brexit. We've still got the gravity of coronavirus going on. So many people will be forgiven to forget that the Brexit time clock is still very much ticking very, very loudly. We're six months into the 11 month transition period, which will take us up to the 30th. 1st of December. We've got the setting up of a new trade and agriculture commission to try and ensure that the food standards of UK farmers are protected. And I just wanted to hear your your views on how you see Leaf's role in this area going forward. Well, thank you, Justine. And as you say, this is very complex times and the clock is ticking fast and we need to be driving change and opportunity and solutions in a very, very tight time frame. I think uh, what's interesting, it's, it's not just the 31st of December, but actually the end of September when we have to have had on the table a lot of the opportunities for and and solutions as to what we are going to be doing for the EU to actually ratify how we go forward and our deals and transition of big change has got to go before all of the EU member states and gosh that's a very very tight time scale and of course as you say COVID-19 has created some real challenges. I think what's always interesting is just how resilient farming is when all of this is going around but whilst we've probably been lucky that it's been summer it's been warm we've had a very warm spring the retailers have been very responsive could we do that again alongside actually the decisions for Brexit that is a very big question and I think where Leaf is very well positioned is ensuring that those areas that farmers are in control of we really push, expand, develop and ensure that farmers are in more control because it is going to be a very, very bumpy ride. And I look at the risk management approach through things like the LEAF Sustainable Farming Review, the importance of driving resilience with LEAF Mark and the impact that we are able to demonstrate. And all of that is really well aligned with the recommendations that are going to come through ELMS and and what we need to deliver in terms of public good going forward. So very, very exciting about that and I think it's great because we've been involved in quite a few Elms projects tests and trials and really good responses from the farmers that we are dealing with there's one in particular which is helping support farmers to become Leafmark certified through different mechanisms whether it be support through training or advice or just you know good luck you're on your own and the response that we're getting from the farmers is really good there are so many can-do farmers out there there are so many farmers driven by a sense of optimism and and hope about doing the right things and aligning their farm businesses to be geared up to doing the right things. We've had a meeting recently with many of our demonstration farmers and again they are so supportive in not only the vision and and mission of of LEAF and, and our values that underpin integrated farm management but in addition to that they are very keen to be working with other farmers to drive change and I think the industry needs to work together 
together very, very effectively. And I think one of the things that you've just mentioned there, Justine, about how important it is to collaborate is really key. But I think actually the industry has really pulled together to try and come up with some solutions and ideas. And as you say, it's it's great news that the Trade and Agriculture Commission has been formed. I'm very privileged to be sitting on that group and I think that will give us a huge opportunity to share some of our expertise, not only with the setting up of standards, the importance of defining standards, but in addition to that, bringing the environment and farming voice around the table in terms of what underpins the true values, ethics, an approach that so many farmers are very, very committed to and actually what are ultimately our consumers also value and respect when they buy British food. So I think there's some some great opportunities. It's not going to be easy. And I think that is something that we all need to be incredibly mindful of. Yeah, I've I've been thinking recently about the fact that LEAF operates in 27 countries across the globe. So we've very much got a worldwide outlook. And and I, I was just wondering how you feel about aligning their needs and their aspirations with what's happening in the UK with our farmers. So we're really lucky that we do operate in 27 countries for LEAF and LEAF Mark. And I think the solutions of sustainability are not local, they are global. And having those partnerships forms a better understanding for solution-driven approaches to deliver more sustainable agriculture ultimately. But in addition to us, and this has always been a very key driver for us, if we are importing produce, and it's principally out-of-season produce, then it is absolutely critical that produce is meeting the same values and requirements demanded of our own farmers. So I think that's what's been really important for us and will continue to be very important for us. It's interesting to see now, you know, that is the big shout. If we are importing produce, it cannot undermine or cheapen the values that our farmers in the UK are committed to in terms of animal welfare, environmental health and protection. And, you know, there's so many of the other bigger challenges of what is not acceptable practices. Can I just ask you about the role that you see education playing in these issues, consumer education, education of of our younger generation. Education is absolutely key. When I I think of what we've delivered through Open Farm Sunday has been the lighter touch familiarisation programme more than anything, helping people discover and understand and be inspired by the story behind our food. But uh, over the last three years, it is just so critical that we strengthen that opportunity of of curriculum-rich and curriculum-ready focus on the story behind our food. We are lucky within agriculture. Farming touches every single sense. There are very few industries or sectors that touch every sense, and it creates much more richness in learning, familiarisation, appreciation, and drive. And so, From that point of view, I think education is very key. Over the last three years, we've been focusing a lot on education, not only with young people, primary school age, but increasingly now with young people and teenagers. And it's just great. You know, they're full of ideas, they're full of hope, and we've seen a very strong commitment towards the environment. And so as a consequence, connecting people with farming and food and nature is 
absolutely critical. And uh, we've seen it over lockdown with a lot of the education activities that we've done. Hashtag Farming Fortnight was a huge inspiration to so many people, particularly homeschoolers. But in addition to that, I think so many of us are reminded just how connected food and farming is to our lives. And I think we're looking forward now to when people go back to schools, to then strengthening the work that we've done through farmer time, through countryside classroom, and of course, through our regional education consultants who are helping drive and inspire teachers, build confidence amongst teachers, and in addition to that, also build confidence amongst farmers to be making sure that they're really connecting with our younger generation. We need people to be wanting to work with farming and all the wonderful career opportunities that it offers. Finally, National Food Strategy, Caroline, how will that play into not only lease activities, but broader Brexit issues? So I think this is going to be very defining on how we develop and strengthen what we grow and how we grow and really connecting urban and rural areas more. I, and I'm sure and confident that it will be something that should be inspiring us all to think about what we're doing and how we can really provide solutions to improve health. And it has to be building the health of our consumers, the health of our, our young people and the health of our nature. And of course, ultimately, profitable farming and the health of our farm businesses. When it comes to diversity, of course, the diversity of the cultures that are rich across the UK, the diversity of our environment, and again, the diversity of what we eat and grow. I'm always left at the end of these mini podcasts, Caroline, feeling very uplifted. We are navigating some choppy waters, but I certainly feel very optimistic for the future and very, very privileged to work with some hugely forward-looking and innovative farmers so thank you for your time once again thank you justine always lovely to catch up with you and thank you very much indeed <laughs>